0: All right, now, are we all here? Yeah, I'm here. I'm good to go. Here, We're good to go.
1: John's here. Good to go. Today's episode. Yeah. Yeah, What's it about? What are we talking about?
2: We're going to talk about stir-frying. It's time to stir-fry, to throw a little fresh veggies and some great meats into us in a frying pan and see where we go from there. Let's do this. Okay. Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. We talk to everyone we can to answer the question,
1: what makes the Comox Valley food scene so special? Join us on our culinary exploration
2: of this edible valley. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Edible Valley podcast. Yeah. I'm, as always, Chef Jonathan Fraser.
1: I'm the co-host, Darren Howlett. And I am the producer, William Stringer.
2: And today, we're going to get into stir-frying. Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah uh first i just want to mention though i think that it's worth noting we're adding another dimension to what we're doing today uh we've started on video we were playing around with that before a couple of days ago or a couple episodes ago um this is us taking it up another step and we'll probably take it up more steps but uh, if you're watching us on video thank you Uh, on youtube i don't and even know to <laughs> if train, you don't but... <laughs> want to be watching us if you don't want to be watching us you can just listen to what we're doing on our uh, episodes on podbean but if you're listening to us and are curious to watch what's going on as well uh check us out uh youtube what's our youtube
2: the edible valley podcast of course
1: perfect and uh yeah so stir fries i remember you mentioned this because you said you found some f- fewer mail
2: I, did, I got asked, it was a, a question, I got uh, an email yeah, cool. uh, from one of our listeners out there, and awesome. it was about, uh, really enjoyed one of our last episodes, and then asked about, uh, but what's a good sauce to go with my stir fry? Right. And I was like, well, let's just talk about stir fry. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, from the very top, what makes a stir fry?
2: What makes a stir fry? Well, that's an excellent thing. Sure. Uh, I guess it. I guess it goes back to it's definitely uh, most people sort of view it as a, a, a Chinese cooking technique, right? Sure. Yeah. Done in a wok uh, with very high heat and um, you know with vegetable and protein Uh, and it's like a a little bit with a rounded pan so you can move the vegetables around so you can you get rid of the moisture and give that little Christmas and sweetness that caramelized flavor to your vegetables as you're sautéing
1: there's there's a a youtuber that I watch his name's Alex and I think you can actually just search him up by looking up Alex his French chef and he uh, I actually first got interested in watching what he was doing because he did a full episode on um, the perfect store for And to him, the defining quality of the stir fry is actually uh, once you, there's a certain flavor that is achieved and not by adding a flavor element, but in the way that you get that slight burn without burning. Right and you, there's there's it's a some sort of I I mean it's whatever je ne sais quoi I don't know how to define Car- it I know how it tastes yeah but I that's know what it is is but it's not it's almost a smokiness
2: yeah well that's yeah. a little bit of your it's a it's a sugar within yeah. your vegetables so and it's it's, it's, it's fantastic burning, it's really it's, hard yeah. to do
1: in a regular pan yeah but a thin steel pan like a wok mm-hmm. it's very uh, I've been able to achieve it that way but I've not been able to achieve it with like a you know cast iron or so I do stir-fries quite a lot,
0: yeah. but I don't have a wok.
1: Right. Do you need a wok? No, you absolutely don't. Definitely not.
2: No, it's it's, it's nice to have a wok because it gives that even heat, round yeah. heat. But then there's the same choice as just using a nice light sautéing pan works very well. Uh, I've even, you know, a nice um, cast-iron frying pan which holds that heat really yeah. well Yeah. so it doesn't bounce around everywhere. That's definitely one way of doing it. The only it, problem so.
1: with cast-iron is its weight, so where it's nice to get some nice flicks where you're turning your vegetables rapidly um that's really hard to achieve with a cast iron but at least it's got that heat element that you're looking for that you would normally look for in a or you would get with a wok. and what do you get from a walk uh, i think it's that i think it's that thin metal it conducts the heat so fast that I find you get this. You, it's almost like a tiny char to it, but it's a pleasant char. It's not an unpleasant char. It's almost like that smoking. I also
2: get the shape, right? Yeah. So a little bit of the shape is that the 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 temperature, how mm-hmm. the pattern. So you got high heat on the bottom and it cools the outside. So you're churning right. from the high heat on the bottom and rotating your vegetables out. Right. Also because of how that V in the in the bowl it allows the moisture to be released so it's sort of like if you try stir frying in a pot right like a stewing pot it's straight walls so the steam comes up to a point and then it cools and condenses and falls back goes in. back down yeah right. it's sort of like with a sauteing pan if you, your sauteing pan has very yeah. steep angles and that's to release the moisture so when it when you sear something it hits, and you get that caramelizing, that brown yeah. effect taking place. For, there
1: was a there was a brief bound of time where I had a business that also included stir fries, and I was doing mine my stir fries with wok, and there was definitely a learning curve for me there. There was I burned quite a bit of food, but I also undercooked quite a, quite a bit of food until I figured it out, and how it just likes you know stir fries really enjoy that rapid movement. They don't you know don't let it settle, and things happen fast. As long as you keep things moving. It's it's gonna be ready for you in a few minutes, uh, but that, this is all just about technique. Our, the the customer question, or, I keep saying customer. I apologize. Uh, our viewer question was um, flavors.
2: Well, I think we get, but I, I think we got to start like we're oh, talking okay. about the flavors because that's what sure. you're saying is that caramelizing, getting that flavor out of your vegetables so I mean that's part of it right there like Mm -hmm. a good stir fry can just be the vegetables sauteing in the oil and a little salt and pepper Mm -hmm. and then you can do anything from fresh herbs or whatever you want Uh, I mean a lot of traditionals add a sweetener Mm -hmm. you know to make it a little bit sweeter Um, but I always think like the first thing is starting off with like you know choosing the proper ingredients Mm -hmm. and then also choosing the proper oil Right. I think that's that's a mistake a lot of people make.
1: Yeah, actually that's a good point. What about let's talk about oils? Because I think when it comes to say Asian-inspired cooking, I think of a few key oils. I feel I like, think of like a a chili oil and I think of like um the uh sesame oil and I think of uh, peanut oil but like sesame oil and chili oil those are finishing oils and mm. I would never cook with those they're far too delicate you're going to lose the flavor um, those are definitely for near the end of what you're cooking you add those primarily I would use peanut oil or a neutral oil of some sort for, uh, for actually cooking <clears throat> the vegetables I,
2: I think you're you're completely right there like nice. it's definitely mm-hmm. looking at your oils with a high smoke point right um, and then there's, I mean, oil is, it's a loaded question.
1: Yeah. And just to clarify too, when I say a neutral oil, I'm not talking about some sort of pH balance or anything. I'm talking about neutral flavored. Yeah. Like something that's, even olive oil is too fragrant. Like yeah. you might not think of olive oil as fragrant, but it is. Mm. When, if
2: you saute with yeah. rich virgin olive oil. Yeah, you're, you your it's waist. gonna, it's gonna start tasting rancid even. It's gonna burn, it's yeah. gonna not taste, you're gonna bring out some of the ugly flavors yeah. within you it. You
1: want like a grapeseed oil or you want a canola oil or vegetable oil or peanut oil, any yeah. of those flavors, any of those, they have very little flavor and yeah. they can, they can get really hot without changing the properties I've of I've
2: been them. really excited lately about avocado oil. Oh it's yeah. It's got a great smoke point and it's apparently nice. healthy for you. Yeah. I know some, there are some questions about canola oil and, mm-hmm. Uh, Grapeseed oil, just you know, giving too many of those fatty acids that you're not supposed to have in your diet, or yeah, as much as you should be taking in one serving. So,
1: I've been fooling around when it comes to some of my stir fries and, and noodle dishes, uh, starting with a bit of coconut oil. Just because, you know, you start to get into that South Asia flavors where they use a lot of coconut milk. Mm -hmm. And so only in places where I'm going to use coconut milk will I start with using coconut oil to saute my veg. I
2: actually really enjoy using coconut oil. Yeah. Because it brings a a definitely very interesting flavor to things, right? Right. It really like steps out there. Yeah. Gives you that beautiful coconut flavor. Oh, so good. All right.
1: Well,
0: yeah. I'd actually like to bring a new element into it. So we're okay. going to briefly touch on sautéing. Mm-hmm. Now, for the layman such as myself, it's all the same thing. Maybe sautéing is just a European version
1: of stir frying. That's a good point. Sure, actually. I'm wrong. I mean, sure, frying and sautéing and like those are totally different things. Um, but I'm going to defer to John. You're looking for the correct answer. Yeah. I, I could give an answer. John's going to give the right answer. Um,
2: I feel like the real difference with sautéing is that sautéing is jumping, right? Yeah. Like part of the thing is, 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 right? It's constantly your pan is constantly moving with sautéing. Uh, right. Not that stir frying is any different, but yeah, heat's I'm, about
1: the same, right? It's
2: about medium yeah, heat. Well, and that's it. Like stir frying is a little bit, maybe a little bit lower heat than maybe, okay, maybe stir, but then. Um, then doing that. And then also like sauteing I and mean, then I mean, you get into the other one of like, um, pan searing. Right. Or, you know, yeah, that's, I mean, there's so it's, it's really the, the amount of oil you put in there too. Yeah. So with a stir fry, you probably use a little bit more oil cause you want to coat all the vegetables. Mm-hmm. Whereas with sauteing, you want to have just a light amount of oil so it doesn't stick to the pan. And you're so having
1: here's something too. If I think of, let's just say a mushroom. Okay. And I'm going to chop up my mushroom. Mm -hmm. a sauteed mushroom to me is going to be cooked and fully cooked and and limp right almost a fried one will likely have a bit of texture to it it'll likely still it'll likely have been not burnt but it'll still have a bit of a texture whereas stir-fried it's almost like it's still its shape and it's still it's like it's still it hasn't gone through anything but it is a bit softer Mm -hmm. like that's sort of my ideal that's what i'm looking for so if you take that with in the same context as a say a carrot like it's you use the method that you want for the result that you want right um so in stir frying that's ultimately a lot of your vegetables haven't really changed shape they've just softened a bit Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i think that's or that's my rule of thumb when i'm cooking
2: that works for me
0: Okay, so I have a few extra questions okay. um, So do you use a similar type of pan? Can you sauté something in a wok?
2: Yeah, i yeah, yeah.
1: definitely say you can. Be. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of working backwards, but sure, you can do it. Yeah. Um, and
2: what end result are you aiming for? Well, and I think with a stir-fry too, is you're usually finishing with a sauce. Yeah. Right. Whereas right. with sauteing, you're keeping it a lot a lot drier. Okay. Right. So that's, no, that's a good big point. big thing, right? Like yeah. I think with a stir fry is you get your vegetables the thing, and then you hit it with a sauce and you glaze sure. your pan right there and you shake the table a bit and get the cookies <laughs> out. Of it, and and the you get bucket. the producer telling you Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I just got <laughs> smacked. <laughs> oh um I would
1: I would say too that um, one of the things one of the things that really uh, stumped me when I got into stir frying this was years ago but one of the things that really blew me away was that the proteins need a lot less cooking time than you think and it's actually the vegetables that you need to be concerned with you want to get your vegetables perfect then you throw then you push them to the side as John was saying which really was I was like no I want to remove them from the pan no you want to just push them to the side throw your protein in and the only difference is is that your protein in almost every stir fry is going to be very thinly cut Right. so it's gonna fast
2: well that's it, it like, yeah in a stir-fry you want fast cook yeah I actually like to go a little bit different I like to do I like my protein in there first yeah because then you get the flavor right that's gonna sear yeah and then I pull them out yeah I remove them completely and then I'll do my vegetables in there yeah and I do this with a lot of things like stewing is a big one for me mm-hmm. like when I do a, a, a stew I'll sear off my meat to get that rich caramelized flavor yeah. within the meats pull them out and then I'll saute off all my yeah. vegetables and then when I go to add my liquid, I'll just put everything in at once to For get sure. that flavor. And so that's well, what I'll do I mean, with... yeah.
1: And generally speaking, like you want that fond. you want that, you want that caramelization that's yeah. still in the pan to start flavoring that sauce and the veggies. But when it comes to stir fries, I just do it opposite because I was just watching other people do it. <laughs> I'm like, I guess this is how we do it.
2: Yeah. Well, and my thoughts on it are is that, you, I mean, I'm gonna go with beef is a good example, sure. right? Okay. So you don't wanna if you want to have a nice tender. Yeah. You want to shoot for medium, right? right. You don't want to overcook it and have it like once you get up past yeah. medium you start getting really chewy. Yeah. So I sort of fear if you can sear it, get that nice caramelized on the outside, pull it out, mm-hmm. cook everything else out, and then as you go to serve it, you fire it in and then it keeps that nice tender right. You know, it just keeps it warms it back up to temperature and you serve it there on top of, you know, whatever your yeah. your starch may yeah. be.
0: Wow well that leads us very neatly on to ingredients can you basically put anything in a stir fry Uh,
1: I would say every almost anything's game but I for me personally and I don't have no idea how John does this or anybody else to me a stir fry is gonna have some sort of um, like a root vegetable uh, just to make and I'm not saying that it defines it I'm saying to make it taste good Mm -hmm. to for me for my personal things I am going to have a green of some sort, a leafy green. Well, that can be a bold one. That can be like a uh, um, like a bok choy or a cabbage or or anything. Um, I'm going to have a root vegetable like a carrot, maybe a rutabaga, maybe something daikon, something like that. And then I'm going to have some alums. I'm going to have either garlic, onion, chive, shallot, something like that. Ginger. G- yeah. Uh, well, or, that's not. And that then really. yeah, and then I'm going <laughs> to do a protein and and. You know whatever um meat vegetable it doesn't matter what type of protein but i'm going to do a protein and then my sauce which i think is where we're gonna cap this episode is whenever yeah. we get there we'll get to sauce in a minute right
2: yeah i would i would say most of your what you're looking for your ingredients are stuff that cooks fast right because that's and that you want to cut them to the right size and then that's another thing is we talked about putting the meat in first pulling it out yeah you're cooking your vegetables but then also cooking your vegetables in order right so so that
1: is a good point so you don't throw
2: spinach in and then throw carrots in there and i don't
1: think people understand that that the thicker and denser your vegetable is yes the the more prime position it's got the -hmm. further into the front of what you're doing it goes exactly so if
2: you have something like a carrot which takes a little bit longer to cook through Mm -hmm. compared to say a piece of broccoli right you know like i would throw the carrots in there or throw the onions in there i always if you're doing onions always Mm. onions first Mm. yeah yeah. and the reason onions they need to cook because i love saying this but onions are six times sweeter than sugar Mm. right so you want to get rid of that bitterness from within
1: and let that come out
2: and let that come out so that takes a bit of cooking time so boom that would be my first ingredient i throw in there because you can cook them to death and the more you cook them right better they get right right not, no one complains about having. Well, maybe some yeah. people, but no one complains about caramelized onions on right. No. right? Like
1: another one of those rules or or tip. I guess a tip that you're not going to necessarily find everywhere else. Do your when you're getting your sautéing or your first stir frying your veggies down. Garlic lasts because you're generally either cutting it super thin or you're mincing it oh. and it will burn so quickly
2: oh and it's really there's yeah And it'll ruin yeah. the
1: flavor of everything if it burns yeah so I always throw the garlic in last even though normally in again in normally when I'm cooking say Italian or whatever it's going in slow and low with that oil to start flavoring that oil right do Not do that. <laughs> you're gonna sure burn closer it. to the end, you
2: get, yeah. a, you get a much nicer product. Yeah, I've yeah. been
0: doing it wrong after all this time. <laughs> so, a lot of the vegetables that you just mentioned, yeah. uh, might be uh, something different for people, they might actually not have the time to prep. What I'm gonna say is, can you use frozen vegetables That's for right. like a stir fry mix, for example?
2: Well, you're uh, not gonna get a stir fry, yeah. I don't you're know, what st- get, they're better for stewing, right? Yes, yeah. because- I don't know what a stir fry mix is,
1: but. I I think that there are definitely like when my kids my kids are so finicky when it comes well I shouldn't say that my daughter will eat any vegetable my son is finicky so we have frozen peas on hand because I know he's not going to eat half the vegetables so anything I throw frozen peas in you know like oh and nice. there's no problem
2: there you know I, I was think. even thinking like I feel like peas is something because they don't release a lot of water right so that's where I'm going from like frozen vegetables if you take the old broccoli, oh yeah carrot, yeah celery or yeah. You know, that package that mom used to buy back in the 80s and throw in every Carrot, corn, and peas. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that has a lot of water in it. Yeah. And that's going to ruin your stir fry.
2: Yeah, because that water's all going to release at once instead of slowly releasing and giving you that caramelization. It's going to steam everything and everything's going to go mushy. But a lot of grocery stores have pre-made stir fry packages of of pre-cut vegetables ready to go. And they're pretty easy to do because it's... And not that I'm saying, hey, buy a bag of this, but it is right. a nice option for a rush dinner. I'm mm-hmm. not going. I, what would
1: be in those? What's, well, yours? you're,
2: you're going to have like, you know, I'm going to say peppers, broccoli, mm, sure, maybe some uh, a cabbage yeah like a siu choy or napa cabbage
0: I mean yeah. this, this is what I do I mean everyone's got busy lives yeah. and sometimes it's like if you well I haven't got time to do all the vegetables so I'm gonna go and get fast food no you just get the frozen veg out and it mm. might not be as good as the fresh version but it's a heck of a lot better than what you're gonna buy for right. five dollars yeah True. you know, in the fast food. And as
2: I know from Will sitting in the counter, <laughs> yeah. cooking vegetables, going, this would be so much easier if I didn't have to cut anything. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, that's history. I, I, everything
2: I do now is frozen. Right. Well,
1: because in all honesty, if, you, if your option is is some sort of takeout or drive-through versus buying a bag of frozen vegetables and some protein, mm. do that. Yeah. Do the vegetables and protein, especially yeah. a stir fry. The amount of time you're in the drive through, it's gonna be almost the same amount of time. Yeah. A stir fry is like six to eight to ten minutes, depending on your protein. Yeah.
0: And there's there are people out there that want to save a bit of money. And it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, It's it's ten bucks for a bag in Costco that will last you a few weeks. Yeah, And it's, you know... If, it's, I, if yeah. I get
1: the time when we post this episode, I'll throw down a couple of notes there regarding what we would suggest for some frozen vegetables. That would be really, food. really so, useful. Okay. Uh, S- we yeah.
2: should move on to sauces here because we're going to run out of time. If yeah. Oh, this. okay. Sure. Yeah. This is moving along fast. I didn't think we'd actually... <laughs> <the next> <laughs> Ah, 15 minutes just about uh vegetables and an oil and a stir fry so <laughs> sure
1: okay well um yeah so on to the user well, Darren, or the, you've the done it.
2: what are your what i mean i like to think of a traditional stir fry sure that most people think about is basically ginger okay soya yeah maybe some sugar brown sugar Interesting. You know, a sweetener of some sort. It could be honey. Okay. Maple syrup. Any sort of that sweet that sort of cuts through the balances sort of that that gingery taste. And that's where I always think of my stir fries. Now, there's lots more ingredients I would definitely play with on that. But that traditional sort of, I want to go teriyaki. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. You know, and that's what a lot of people picture stir fries as. I mean, that's literally,
1: you just described essentially a teriyaki sauce. Pretty much. yeah. Yeah ginger soy sauce uh brown sugar yeah uh, tiny bit of honey um yeah like and you would do a little cornstarch soy sauce that's that's it that's That's teriyaki a, that's another
2: nice thing is just like cornstarch tapioca arrowroot I even potato like, even potato starch potato starch doing a slurry mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if most people know a slurry but adding a little bit of water to the starch mm-hmm. so that it doesn't cook as soon as it hits there and you get and little just, dough balls and so once you get everything cooked and you got your sauce there you just splash it and then yeah. it just sticks to the vegetables yeah and what i find and this is uh, like i uh, use quite a bit of this kind of a slurry is that it sticks to your tongue. Yeah. If you get, if you, if you get Chinese
1: takeout, if you get Japanese takeout, if you get whatever, 99% of those dishes, uh, that sauce has been finished with a bit of a slurry and that, that's just key. And, and like that's part of their cooking and that's what thickens their very loose sauces. Mm -hmm. It makes it into something unctuous and something that sticks to the tongue, sticks to your fork, sticks to your chopstick. Mm -hmm. But yeah, as far as, um, Stir-fry sauces, I generally, I mean, I understand that some people aren't cool with the idea, but oyster sauce to me is one of the basics. I base almost every great sauce. People are like, oh my God, what was in that? I'm like, that was an oyster sauce. You know, like that was the basis that I used. That or a hoisin, which is essentially like a Korean slash Chinese barbecue sauce. Right. Um, Oyster sauces. Oyster sauce is literally oyster sauce. It's oysters. It's, it's, it's soy. It's yeah. It's soy sauce. So oyster liquor, do you know what oyster liquor is? It's like, when you open an oyster and there's that little bit of water oh yeah 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 yeah. Water, yeah yeah that's called the oyster layer okay yep yeah. cool nice and essentially it's that is part of what's being used to flavor that you, that's great because that down. that is got a strong flavor to it
2: right yeah but it's it's funny yeah if you take a bottle of it and open it up and you're like and this was the other one i was going to say it's fish sauce
1: fish sauce okay. Oh, key
2: absolutely key to yeah definitely that stir fry kind of thing <laughs> yeah. but it's like what they do is like to taste them on their own or yeah. smell them no yeah not not my kind they're of disgusting tea. <laughs> honestly you
1: smell fish sauce you're like i'm never going to eat that no, ever we'll and i shouldn't say that that's really that's a that's a blanket statement but they're really off putting but you wouldn't believe the flavor it adds
2: well they bring that Unami flavor yeah, to it and so they just good. intensify all the other flavors within your yeah. dish and just bring, yeah. them, bring them forward
0: Okay. Well, we we have got a lot to talk about. Sure, we uh, we've got everything into to twenty minutes. There's a lot we have discussed. I think
1: I don't I don't know if we if we were able to properly address the question. So. I'm going to do this. I everybody knows, or maybe not. Did we talk about this before? I wrote a cookbook that I still haven't published about sauces. <laughs>
2: it's uh, a plot. We've talked about you writing a cookbook. Just yeah. So I like
1: I wrote a cookbook. It's finished. It's been done for about a year. Uh, it's sitting on my computer. I'm going to pull my three three out of. I think I wrote five different stir fry recipes in there. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going, to, I'm going to pull a couple out and I'll just post them um, on this episode so that we can properly address our friend's question as yeah. to uh
2: i just want to add my two other favorites yeah for like sure a nice a nice peanut yeah that's a whole other survey. thing oh yeah peanut, peanut stuff, sauce right. is amazing mm, like, like just having a nice peanut sauce with like a little bit of heat in there i'm so proud a my, little bit my of daughter lemongrass. loves it
1: so much yeah. she uh the other day called me up and she's uh, like I'm, I'm cooking noodles i think this is how you do a peanut sauce i'm like oh you're making your own peanut sauce and you're not i'm not even there so she ran it she she had all the ingredients down pat she knew what she was doing yeah
2: loves that peanut sauce love it and then the other one just like a nice coconut yeah just even if you just do like yeah a nice green curry yeah or a sriracha which is essentially
1: just a garlicky sauce you know like oh yeah Mm. so
2: i don't know if we've helped anyone or we've got them sort of thinking about what they can do
1: yeah um, yeah, exactly. I, I'm I'm worried that we didn't cover everybody's needs, so let's throw a couple of recipes up. Under well, and maybe we if post. some
2: people want to write in, we can post up on our Facebook site some of the some of people's favorite yeah. stir fry sauces. We'll put a posting up there in the in the near future when this comes out. Sounds good. Sounds like a great time. spot on. Right. All
1: right. Thanks for um, listening to every er, everybody to our uh, first video attempt. Uh, so there's a little awkwardness, well, I it's but actually, I think we're there.
2: Our first three video camera <laughs> yeah. production. <laughs> yeah. Because we've done other things, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is fun. So Okay. I hope everyone enjoyed listening.
1: Uh, I've been Darren Howlett. Uh, I'm William Stringer. I'm the producer. <laughs> I'm
2: Chef Jonathan
1: Fraser. Thanks for listening
0: and that wraps up another episode of the edible valley podcast thanks for tuning in and a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast they make it possible for us to showcase your local food community we'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at edible valley where you can check out our blog find recipes and tips behind the scenes and of course keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your edible valley
1: <laughs> yeah. Assert our roles Essentially, we're, we're asserting our roles in that You're going to say, is everybody here, is everybody ready to go oh, That kind okay. of thing yeah, we're That's our start our roles. Yes.
0: Yes. Assert- I am the producer <laughs> <laughs> Okay
1: Wow,
0: well, that sounded much like it did. Okay, is everybody here?
1: I am Fantastiche uh, Darren, <laughs> you are right here, you've got everything going on I do And this has been an Animal Valley